we've saved you a seat. Welcome to Train Station at 8, a video game music podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Fear me and my awesome power. This is episode 30. Every week, we take one video game song and dissect it through the lens of our mutual brilliance. But we're doing something special over the coming weeks because we are taking a song from World of Warcraft and from each of its... Oh, wow, that's actually a really hard sentence to say. (laughs) Each of its expansions, one song per week. So for the first week, we did a song from World of Warcraft, uh, Teldrassil, and this week we have The Burning Crusade. And we're doing this as a lead-up to the release of WoW's most uh, recent expansion, Warlords of Draenor, which should be coming out just at the end of uh, of this feature. So in mid-November, I think, like November 14th. Uh, so yeah, we're really excited about this because we're really big fans of World of Warcraft. Um, and no, this isn't like a marketing deal or anything. We have just always wanted to talk about the music in these games. And this is a great reason to lead up to that uh, to that release. So joining me for this is, as always, my co-host and brother, Stephen. I Hi. think it's November thirteenth. All right. After that whole thing, that's that's your contribution. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, uh, I keep messing <laughs> with my microphone. I was trying to mute it so I could clear my throat, but I you really killed the uh, <laughs> the momentum I built there. Yeah, you did a really good introduction. Thanks. Um, well, that's okay. I think we're going to get this uh, this show back on track anyway, because this is one of our favorite songs from the whole game. Right, so you selected the song for this week. Uh, I assumed you were going to go with uh, the Sindori, maybe Lament to the Highborn, but you went with the other thing I assumed you'd go with. Yeah, Silvermoon City, which is essentially the same thing. It's really different, and we're going to go into why. <laughs> yeah, but... it, it really, yes, we'll get yes. into the details soon. <laughs> Um, so for you out there who, who aren't a fan of elves, I'm sorry, we have two elf songs in a row, but I am a fan of elves. I think the night elves and the blood elves are some of the most interesting, uh, races in World of Warcraft. I mean, what do you want us to do? No music? Hey, I mean, I culture. no music. I mean, no <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I think the elves are typically the most culturally interesting races. They're very uh, old. They've been around... They, they have a lot of depth because they're constantly splintering off from each other and forming new races. Right, and you know, on the Horde, it's like trolls, orcs, tauren, it's a lot of tribal drums. Uh, right. I think the tauren have the best music of those three, but, um, yeah. They have been differentiated throughout the years, but anyway. Undead as well. None of these are really melodic, uh, yeah. memorable music in the same way that, like, elves are. Even dwarves are getting very... They're either very um, atmospheric or they don't have a great capital theme. So they kind of sound like humans, but with more yeah. horns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which back in the day, as we mentioned many times, was not always the best thing. Uh, but <laughs> but yes, the the blood elves are are. Um, the race who dwell in Silvermoon City, which is the thing we're working on today. Yes. Um, it's our favorite race, probably, from the from the whole game, which is rather controversial, actually. If you're in World of Warcraft, the Blood Elves can be a bit of a joke um, to a lot of yes. players. But we dearly love them. We've made many Blood Elf characters. I think we... I'm yeah. currently playing three right now. <laughs> That's so, impressive. Yeah, it's very, very close to our, our WoW hearts. Yeah, exactly. So before we get into our song, um, we have a section here that we do at the beginning, Stephen. It's called yeah. Food Time, and we discuss what we've been eating lately. Okay, yeah. Uh, lots of eggs for me. Yeah, I had like an omelet yesterday. Oh, cool. Um, but I'm not... I don't know how I feel about eggs. No, eggs are gross. No one should ever eat eggs. They're just extremely convenient. 
Yeah, I just, I don't mean just like ethically, just like I'm not sure I love the taste of them. Uh, I was like that as well. I just kind of got used to it and realized it was a good source of protein. And if you exactly. want more content like this, go back in the into the backlog of um, the Disembodied Voices video game podcast. We have a right. lot of conversations with about this uh, level of interest. Yeah, I kind of, to me, it, it almost becomes a game of how much can I mask the flavor of eggs with orange juice? <laughs> And, I mean, yeah, it's a good source of protein and so on, but sometimes I prefer, like, granola and yogurt to do that in the mm. morning over eggs. Well, so, so the thing is you got to eat eggs and oatmeal, and then you're covered. I don't know. I don't love oatmeal either. Mm. I prefer fruit and granola and yogurt. Fair enough. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's food time. Uh, we have another segment we typically do, which is uh, what we've been listening to. Yeah. And you have apparently been listening to Eggs Cook. Uh, I've been listening to the theme of Dr. Eggman from sonic adventure 2 um, oh that was have. excellent <laughs> it's a really good song i have too uh, but maybe more importantly i've been listening so, to the wait oh where are you funny story say? about eggman funny story theme. i was listening to funny story car. time everyone yeah okay play the intro to funny story time it's fun story time so i was driving to the to the grocery and um what do they call it in canada anything different i, I the grocery think store. it's the grocery store <laughs> So I was driving to the to the grocery store and listening to uh, Dr. Eggman say, So, you know, turned it off, went inside, was shopping, and then I heard faintly uh, what I thought was Dr. Eggman's theme. And for a brief second, I'm like, oh my gosh, are they playing that on the radio? Uh, that's, that is literally too good to be true. And it was just coming from my pocket, but I was really excited for well, that moment. What if there was like one person in that grocery store who heard that coming from your iPhone and yeah. just got so happy? You might have changed someone's life. I might have. I might have. Um, so yeah, that, that was my funny story. What else have you been listening to? Um, Less funny, but the Warlords of Draenor theme. Uh, yeah, I'm jumping oh, the gun right. because right. the the patch came out uh, mm-hmm. a few days ago. Um, yes, the Iron Tide, which yes. makes a bunch of world changes, uh, moves around the, uh, the the character models. Character models yes. have been completely redone, uh, which is a pretty big deal for a game that's ten years old. Um, right. they, they did a great job. Um, no, it's all horrible. <laughs> you've been reading too many forums again. It's all horrible, and I'm upvoting my own post. Okay, good. While you yeah. do that, I'm going to compliment the composers at Blizzard for writing yet another splendid title theme, because yeah. the title screen has changed, the dark portal has opened once more what for, I, like, the third time yeah. or something. <laughs> something you pointed out um, that I didn't realize the first time through is how well the theme, what what seems to be the theme of Warlords of Draenor, which is that, uh, uh, you know, that swelling kind of two notes going up and up Mm -hmm. um how that combines so well with the original title theme yes and how those two kind of merge into each other so it's it's almost taking this original title theme and making it more somber and ancient and like look at this uh ancient unspoiled world Meanwhile, the warlords of Draenor, the orcs, are chanting in the background. Right. So it's that's really a good. teaser. That's a that's a little that's a little sneak preview into our future yeah. episode, which is probably <laughs> going to be about that song. It very um, well may be. I can't um, wait to talk about it. It's what it's like twelve plus minutes or something. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So what? What else? Um. What else? 
Um, I've been listening to um, Zone Runners All right. from Digi Valentine and Halsey. Yeah, um, how is that? I've been meaning to. On our podcast recently, it's an amazing, um, beautiful tribute to the Sonic the Hedgehog series. <laughs> um, I it Sometimes it feels like they wrote those songs designed for me, because who else would get references like... Uh, you know, like a whole song that is a redesigned version of, um, oh, what's it called? What's the Knuckles? Aquatic Mine. Uh-huh. Where they're singing about how they're directly referencing some of the lyrics from the Aquatic Mine rap song um, and saying, well, there are no more narrow hallways. We've we've opened it up. Now we're just going to chill out in here. It's wow. We don't have to worry about fighting foes all the time. Take a dive here at Aquatic Lagoon. No narrow hallways anywhere on this tune. We've made room. Dug the whole thing up. Rejuvenated the outdated coal pit stuff. No mine shaft, no carts or things. We got waterfalls leading into hot springs. Sometimes you should just chill, brethren. Forget emeralds, man. Leave the bling bling. Wow. They're bringing it back to that level of stuff. They're referencing characters like um, Knack or Fang the Sniper and Marine the Raccoon. Wow. <laughs> and it's, That's it's going crazy. Deep. Have they, they referenced put, uh, Silver yet? Um, yes, they referenced Silver. Um, pretty much any character you can think of was, probably has a little moment in that album. Um, it's just a big... They put so much heart into it. That album has a ton of heart, and I've always loved the way Digi Valentine... Ha- um, raps. I like the rhythm of his voice. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's all there. It's some of the best stuff he's ever done. And really? Halsey, of course, really held up his end of the bargain. I'm um, kind of a latecomer um, to the to the scene. Sir Jay, who kind of has a, a role as being a, a robot in the in the world. Um, he's, all right. he's done an excellent job as well. Um, and Does we, he rap like a robot? He, unfortunately, the robot doesn't really do very much singing at all. Okay. Um, but I won't spoil what he does too much because there's right. a, it's a story. It's a story yeah. from the beginning to the end. And it, by the time you get to the end, you're like, that was awesome. So cool. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed having them on the show. Um, yes. And they were talking about that. So that's exciting. I need to check that out. Uh, What what else? What else? What else? What I know else? there's been other stuff. I've been listening to a lot of music. Oh, weather's changed. Texas heat has dissipated. And it's just this really lovely, breezy, warm air. Oh, it's a windy and sunny day. Yeah, it's a windy. Um, uh, we like the obscure song references on the show, <laughs> folks. Just start um, playing Big the Cat's theme song here. So it's the season to pull out uh, Fading West from Switchfoot again. Yep. Because I listened to that album a lot um, when the weather was like this at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of nostalgic already. So that's just every time I go drive around, I just play that whole album again from the beginning. It's to a the really end. good album. I really yeah. love it. I can't believe how much it's grown on me. It's one of my favorite Switchfoot albums now. Crazy. Yeah. Um, there's been other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but that's the main, the sure. main points I wanted to make. Yeah. What about I you? Haven't, I have not been doing a ton of music listening lately. I haven't really had the opportunity a lot. Mm. Um, uh, more liquid tension. Did you ever get to listen to that song? I did. I listened to that song. It was amazing. Oh, good. You liked it. Yes, yeah. I did. Universal I'm, Mind? Yep. It was it amazing. It was pretty fantastic. Well, when you, you told me about the, the group, and so 
I, I was looking up the music to insert it into the episode, yeah. and I said, do you have a song recommendation? And you pointed at that song. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's the one I found and liked. Good. Yep. <laughs> I guess There's we still have the same ones, But they never, I think that might be their best, just because it gets so many different places. Yes, it does. Uh, and it just has such an exciting start. And yeah, there's, they have so much energy. I, I'm a very big fan of it. So I've been listening to more of them. Really, really like them. Been listening to some um, Need to Breathe, another good album, or band i should say yeah and you have not listened to them yet have you mm, i don't think so hmm, i checked them out they're really good oh I, I remember you telling me about them now i didn't yeah forget. yes that sounds really cool actually yeah, yeah i really like them uh and that's about it you know some random stuff on spotify i i've been like just going through my like uh my playlist or just all my music on my ipod and kind of shuffling it and stuff you know getting eggman's theme mm, yes um oblivion music it just it jumps around but nothing nothing really new this week Upgrading your technology because all of your machines are made for destruction. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Obscure Sonic references. Okay, so that's right. been the music we've been listening to. And to top all that off, I've been going back through the old World of Warcraft soundtracks. Pretty much oh, really? everything. Just I have a big playlist of every Warcraft-related um, nice. song on my phone. I still um, need to get the stuff from Burning Crusade and Lich King and uh, Cataclysm all together. Burning Crusade, Lich King, and Cataclysm all have great music. Mists of Pandaria has phenomenal yeah. music. Yeah, okay, so if... I won't go into the depths of what we're doing with the level boost and everything, but if I don't end up playing through the rest of Pandaria, should I just wait in the soundtrack? I don't know. Whatever your heart of Pandaria tells you. <laughs> I'm thinking I might just play through the rest of it. I think you should just play through the rest of it. Yeah, because it's unlikely I'll ever see the Horde side again. Yeah. Horde and side. The, the, the Horde story is actually fascinating. I really love the story. So yeah, I think I'm just going to finish that out as, as my, like, precursor to to what's going on next. And Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, anything uh, anything you wanted to say about all of those? Um, only that it's a it's truly a wonderful world they've created. I have so many memories, like, listening to, like, it'll play, oh, a creepy song from the original World of Warcraft, and then it'll skip right to Vashjir from um, Cataclysm. And right. I have great memories there, too. It's such a cool world they've created. And I'm happy to explore one small, but for me, enormously, limitlessly huge facet of it, which is Silver Moon City. I know that sounds like a great time to play the song, but we still need to talk about our history about the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just curious where you're going with that. All no, right, yeah. yeah moving um, on. The Burning Crusade is the game we're talking about here. Uh, our background with it is interesting because we jumped into WoW when, okay, uh, in March of 2008. So Burning Crusade was out for about a year and a half. It was winding down. Might have just been the last patch, I think, was coming out with the Quell Danas and all that. And Lich King was on its way. So... We actually didn't go through Burning Crusade anywhere near to when it came out and was a big deal. No. By the time we got to it, it was looked on as rather old legacy content that some people... Hated. Hey, yeah, hated. And we yeah. were like, what? This is incredible. It's, right. <laughs> this is spectacular. So what's uh, interesting is we did get some portions of it. So how Burning Crusade worked as an expansion of World of Warcraft is it basically introduced two major things. One was this new level 60 to 70 questing zone in the Outland, which is just this whole new world to explore, you know, increase the level cap, give you something to do, a, a traditional expansion. 
The second thing it did is it introduced two new races to World of Warcraft, the Draenei for the Alliance and the Blood Elves for the Horde. To and this very day, early some on, of the most creative and original races yes, ever maybe seen. Yes, our fourth or fifth characters, and characters we still have to this day, we're, um, we create a lot of characters, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we cycled through dozens of them throughout the years. We're uh, Blood Elves, and we were just blown away by the whole world of the Blood Elves. It... Yeah, it's one of the, it's kind of like we were saying with um the night elves. It's very mystical and magical, but never uh it doesn't just kind of feel fairy tale whimsical. Yes. Um, it's very grounded in a rather dark history actually. Um right. I think that's one of the things that makes the culture so fascinating. Yeah, I agree. It's um I think something you touched on earlier is the other thing that kind of drew us in so much is there didn't feel like there was such a direct analog to just one traditional fantasy thing. Yeah, I mean, there. if you go back into, like, Dungeons & Dragons, they're, like, a lot like Sun Elves or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, but they, they... Blizzard made their own twisted version it doesn't mm-hmm. look it especially does not sound like anything else the art yeah. style and the way these characters act and their place in the world it's all um so cohesive and mm-hmm. unique yeah i think the other thing i like about it is just you know how directly tied into the lore it is like you when you play warcraft 3 you see the fall of these elves and the idea and, and even start playing as them and um yeah they were they're really interesting because they aren't just they're differentiated from the high elves not just physically but uh they they the differentiation from them and the high elves is just the fact that they were wiped out basically that and they come basically they, a genocide of them and there are only a few remaining and the few that are remaining are addicted to magic and basically struggling to even live half normal lives so a little history time we talked about the night elves last week Right. Um, and they are one of the most ancient races of all ancient races. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as anyone can tell, I suppose, they're the first elves. Right. Um, and then they br- they broke off during the terrible um, sundering. I guess that was... So basically what happened is the night elves got really into magic yeah. and became the highborn. Um, and they were basically obsessed with magic, and their queen especially was using magic to let demons into Azeroth. That went so poorly that it literally blew the world up. <laughs> and that's Warcraft lore for you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the Sundering is. And that's why Azeroth is two continents now is because of that. Yeah. Um, it used to be, um, it used to just be one giant landmass. So they broke apart and made every civilization game way harder. Because now <laughs> you had to make boats. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Man, I, I could, I would kill for a World of Warcraft civilization. Um, uh, play Endless Legend. Okay, close it's enough. Really close. Anyway, so it broke apart, and the the blood elves basically, um, at that point were separated from the from the original night elves and began to kind of mutate. You could say into or 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 they weren't even the blood elves, but the high elves separated from the night elves and began to uh, evolve separately from them into their own. Into basically their own race. So the, the high elves pure were like, night elves now look down upon magic. It's a dangerous, for good mm-hmm. reason, a dangerous um, 
field to explore. Um, the Hiles that, yeah. were all like, magic is the best thing that's ever happened to the world. And Hiles are much closer to what you consider your typical fantasy elves. They yes. have elegant, slender, magical, wisp, right. wispy, that kind of thing. But the blood elves are what happened to the high elves when they were basically wiped out and became addicted to magic and desperate and half demonic in a lot of ways. And once, anytime they lose elves. Their- Anytime they lose their source of magic, which just happened, um, they turn into these shriveled up, pathetic wretches wandering mm-hmm. the landscape, desperately looking for essentially a magic fix. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a big kind of like drug metaphor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and so then Blizzard said, hey, how about if you could play as these guys? Um, and this constant struggle, still living in high society with finery and the, the most, I mean, they're on the horde and anyone who knows anything about World of Warcraft knows that the horde is full of, um, borderline barbaric and very, um, primitive, primitive and yet grand, noble, ancient races such as the orcs and the Tauri. They embody the noble savage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, blood elves are like the opposite. They're they're backstabbing, they're the ignoble, uh, like uh, fancy fellows, fancy heads. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a word for that that we totally failed to think. Aristocrats, yeah. ignoble aristocrats. There we go. That's also yeah. a new band. <laughs> um, and so when you get to step into their shoes, it's a completely different experience. Can you and tell we like the blood elves? Yeah, we could just talk about them and not the music all day. But yeah. this is all setting this is all setting up for Silver Moon City, which is the <gasps> capital city. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yes. Which so. is of course um the stronghold of the of the Blood Elves. Every race has yes. a stronghold in the game. Well, most of them. Um Oh, poor gnomes. And um it is truly a grand, beautiful um shit sh- I can't find my words now all of a sudden. It's it's a city that is actually built with magic. Brooms yes. float through the city and sweep up dust. Um, spires just sort of hover there all by themselves. Everything is perfectly shaped, and all of the people in it are, like, too beautiful. Like, they all look almost, like, a little bit too sculpted, like they're hiding something. And they Mm. are. Um, If you go into, like, the underneath the innocent tailoring shop, it turns out they have poor sickly gnomes um, stuck down there doing all of the work, being whipped by demons. Right. Um, And although they, they have an outward face of... Um, order and yes. beauty. Uh, they have too much order, and their beauty has sort of corrupted them. And they're always like one step away from falling into the brink of oblivion of just running out of the magic that they so desperately need to survive. Um, yep. And it just makes a uh, an atmosphere I've never seen in a game, let alone an MMO. Um, yeah, that you could really miss out on if you didn't spend enough time there. Yep, it reminds me a little bit of. Um, I think it's. Uh Sotha Sill, or maybe it's something else from Morrowind, where the in Tribunal. I'm not sure what you're talking about. It's it's the expansion where you go to basically that bitty big city where they call it the City of Light, City oh, of Magic. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like that. Um, in that you know, it's that kind of magically fueled city, and Morrowind is very good at getting those kind of dark undertones to things. Yeah, yes, but way way better. 
<laughs> yes, this is my favorite city, rival only by Stormwind, um, mm -hmm. largely because the other cities oftentimes look impressive, but they don't act like cities. But Silvermoon mm -hmm. um, has has streets and shops and lampposts and um, backway alleys and inns, and you you really feel like you're in a, a place where people live their day to day Mornhold. lives. Mornholds, Mornhold, Mornhold. That's what we're trying to look for. That's the Mornhold okay. city. Continue. Um, and that's, I think that's one of the reasons that we're always drawn back there and why if you're a role player, you're going to spend most of your time there because it right. makes you feel like you're in a real world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic. And so now I think we can play the song that we have chosen this week, Silver Moon City from the World of Warcraft, Burning Crusade. That was Silver Moon City from World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade, composed, we think, by one Russell Brower. That's what my soundtrack says. Or maybe says, it was two Russell Browers. We don't know. We, yeah, I mean, they probably did have to clone Russell Brower. How else would he have time to make all of the music for all these expansions? That's true. I just want an army of Russell Brower clones. It'd be like the nicest room ever. Also the best podcast ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really confusing, but really good. Uh, that would actually be really fun to record a podcast with yourself, like, you know, recording several takes. It would, it would be a lot of work, but yeah, it's something yeah. I've wanted to do for a while. <laughs> well, I mean, you're recording it with me. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. All right. So what do we think about that song? Is um, it good? Yes, it is very good. All right. We're done. <laughs> Isn't it a review show, man? I give the sound a seven. I give the gameplay a zero. All right. So Silver Moon City. 
What I find, the first thing that strikes me about this song is the fact that if you've listened to other Blood Elf music, which I'm not positive the audience has done, it would depend on the person, but stuff like the Sindori and Limit to the Highborn very much focus on the cello, the strings, the mm-hmm. choirs, that um, rich uh, elven majesty and mystery. It sounds very elegant, very elegant sinister, yeah. and it's it's kind of a small, subtle sound. And in fact, Silvermoon City, after the initial intro, starts out like that. Yes, but what strikes me about Silvermoon City is that it brings in the pride and the militarism. Yes. Which is another big aspect of these elves. They're not just sitting around looking pretty, though they do a lot of that. But if you look around the city, they have a very organized and strict military rule around there. I mean, the song has a, an extremely well-crafted build-up. There's kind of the first section, which is very reminiscent of the Sindori. Somewhere around halfway, the song starts to bring in some of the, the horns or the brass. And then it, it finally builds to this almost march that comes in near the end. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just no holds barred. The elves are arming themselves. Yeah, and um, it dissipates into a choir and a harp for the yeah. end. Um, and that that's a really important part about the city, uh, because unlike a lot of, you know, kind of how you traditionally saw the high elves in Warcraft and other other fantasies, even how you see the night elves, um, I don't remember how that sentence began, but my point is um, that the blood elves are ready for battle. They are very... Um, you know, if you click on an NPC, there's a high chance that he or she will say, Death to all who oppose us! Like, it's <laughs> kind of the way they think. There are these these ranks of armed guards like guarding the, the massive spire at the, at the heart of the city. There uh-huh. are these giant golems that stomp um, up and down the streets saying, like, stay in order, do not stray from your path. Like, and if anyone commits an act of violence if you go in there and try to you know stab a level one in the back with some stealth then those Uh things are going to find you and crush you (laughs) like right it's it is a very harsh culture yeah exactly so 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 does anything else strike you about this song um well i think that it's it's kind of hard to put into words but i'll i'll give it my best shot The That's melody, not a good shot. No, okay. I've, I've got it. The melody is very sinuous, but and, and sinister, 
but it always sounds like there's something that it's reaching for a little bit higher. Like it, it, you can hear truly beautiful, pure voices and notes and and melodies within it, but everything seems to just be in the wrong way. Like, it, something seems wrong in every conclusion of uh -huh. um, every part of the song. Um, and I just, ever since I played Burning Crusade, that's impressed me so much. It just captures that um, the fallen race so well. Yeah, it really merges, as you said, all of their different elements, kind of weaves them together. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And again, um, since it's a World of Warcraft city song, or pretty much any World of Warcraft song, it's used, they don't just play the whole thing when you get in the city. Like, different aspects will will fade in and fade out, which is a really good, um, a really good effect to not just make it seem like, uh, just a, the same looping piece of music in a game over and over again. Because listening to it all the way through, um, it, if I have one complaint, it's, it's kind of short. Like, uh -huh. I think it could have gone on to be a good six minute song. Um, I think each of these sections could have been elaborated. Um, but in the game, you can't, you can't quite get a sense of how long it is because you're always hearing small portions yeah. of it, um, which actually works really well because every time you hear one of those musical cues, you immediately remember, oh, that's what happened the first time I walked through those massive gates or, oh, right. that's, what all, that's what's always playing when I'm working on my bank, you know, uh -huh. trying to fit all my items in. And yeah, it's, it's really well done as, as all of the city songs are for the most part. Yeah, there are a couple that don't impress me all that much, but typically they're they're at least well implemented. Yeah, yeah. All right, that should about cover it. Um, that was Silver Moon City. We are a huge fan of that song, but I mean, it, it's a short song, and I think most of it is it embodies the race so well that I don't really have much to say about it except what I say about the Blood Elves. I mean, I could talk about it a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're. Two reasons why this is three reasons why this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, reason number one, uh, just talking about the race to me feels like talking about the song. Yes. Many things I would say about that culture is what I would say about the the musical implementation. Right. Um, and then thing number two, we've talked about the song for like eight years together. Um, right. We have we have gone over pretty much every tiny element of it while sitting around in the game. Um, so this is almost just like a recap to remember and reminisce right. um, and inform all of you folks out there about it and that you should go download the soundtrack if you play World of Warcraft or not. Um, exactly. And thirdly, um, I have things to do this afternoon. <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, that'll do it. I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, if you didn't, then go away. Oh, no, that's not the attitude. If you didn't, then send us an email or a tweet and tell us why. Leave us a review on iTunes. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're but being seriously. too accommodating. Uh, you can find this song on iTunes, Amazon, pretty much anywhere. It's just part of the official Burning Crusade soundtrack. Uh, Silver Moon City is the name. The Bur World of Warcraft, the Burning Crusade, is the soundtrack. In fact, um, the World of Warcraft site actually has quite a nice section where you can look at all their soundtracks and sample oh, and yeah. stuff. Neat. Um, yeah, so if you want to write in, you can email us at trainstation at 8 at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at trainstation at 8. You can follow me on Twitter at Lord Melbourne or Steven at Stephen Kelly 180. Not that we're ever really on Twitter anymore. Yeah, kind of taking a break from that. But hey, if you tweet me or tweet Transition oh, 8, yeah, I'll reply. No doubt we will be there. Transition 8 is a part of the Whales Are Whales network where you can go to find other awesome shows with other awesome people like us. 
Check us out at whalesonwhales.com. Um, also leave us a review on iTunes. And yeah, that, that's about it. We will, we will give you a shout out and thank you for leaving us that review. So that is- also, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, uh, Christina Walker kind of inspired an idea for me today. What is that? Um, are we making we a just, horror show? Uh, well, no, but it has to do with that because her YouTube horror show is putting up uh, a couple of episodes all about her personal Halloween playlist from video game music. All right. Um, and so I thought that what we should do is we should do like a song of the week. I mean, a song of the day week um, about scary songs. All right. Just all grabbed by the ghoulies all the time. Yeah, so unless anyone says otherwise, I'm just going to start playing Grab by the Ghoulies so alphabetically. Me, I was at a Pathfinder <laughs> session once, and um, the GM was like, okay, so there are now two ghouls um, attacking you. They came out of nowhere, and now you need to fight them. And he's like, great, we, we need some combat music. And I'm like, allow me. And I <laughs> brought up YouTube, pulled up Grab by the Ghoulies theme, and hit play. <laughs> Did it work out? We had it for a while, and then he's like, are we actually going to keep this on? And I'm like, you know, let's put something else on. This is going to be like 20 minutes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I hope it was vampire chickens. That's my favorite. But um, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. The theme seemed was quite fitting for that. That's awesome. Yep. So that's my idea. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so if let's you have that. any scary song suggestions, you should get them in, and then we'll put them on Song of the Day, and it'll be fun, and we can be friends. Yeah, absolutely. We want to be friends because we're yeah. friendly people. All right, and that'll do it. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Stephen. You're welcome, Brian. And until next time, say goodbye to the monkey porter. <laughs> <laughs>